Welcome to Grounding Visions, a podcast from Society of Air, supporting artists, healers, small business owners, and social change makers in sharing their work with the world in a way that feels aligned, authentic, and even enjoyable. Because you have visions that are going places. Welcome to Grounding Visions. I am your host, Holly Hilgenberg of Sting Ghost, artist, community builder, and creative communications practitioner. And today we are getting back to basics. Yow. <laughs> uh, so um, in the coming weeks, I am going to be sharing a series of podcast episodes that are here to support you in really getting to the simple and yet sometimes elusive task of communicating clearly, which I feel like just talking this out right now, I am not even communicating clearly. So <laughs> I, you know, it, it it's not complicated what we're going to be talking about, but it can be difficult sometimes. And I think especially in the world that we live in with so many different platforms and opportunities right at our fingertips to make beautiful, amazing marketing and communications about the wonderful work that you are doing in the world, it can also be quite easy to lose sight of the very basic notion of being able to just make clear messaging that the people that your work is for are able to understand. So again, this isn't a complicated topic, but it is one that I've seen a lot of people struggling with. Um, again, because there are so many things that we can focus on and think about and put so much energy into that I want to share these episodes to support you in really being able to have a foundation for creating communication that allows you to reach the people that you're here to reach to expand your impact and build your business so that you're able to continue doing the great things in the world that you're here to do. And with that, let's get into the episode. So as I was exploring in the introduction, with so many options, platforms, things to do, it can be really easy to not just feel flooded with overwhelm, but to lose sight of the very messaging that you were trying to communicate when it comes to sharing your work with the world. So for the first part of the very special Grounding Visions Back to Basics series, this episode is to help ground you in the most simplistic and yet often overlooked action of ensuring that you are sharing clear communications. That is, that the messaging that you are putting out into the world is communicating what you intend to communicate to the people you want to reach. 
Sounds simple, right? Well, you'd be surprised at how many people and businesses have confusing, convoluted communications that, if anything, it can turn off potential customers and clients. Now, I want to stress here that this is not about being perfect and knowing everything and executing your messaging flawlessly. Because really, what it comes down to is very simple steps that you can enact to help ensure that when you are putting communications out into the world, they are simply clear in what you are trying to get across. (laughs) So, you know, I mentioned how this is kind of surprising how many people struggle with this um, and how that is really common, but there are a few reasons for this. First, there is the extreme uptick in the ability for small businesses, practices, organizations, and individuals to easily share marketing materials on their own without having to reach out to traditional advertising and quote unquote professionals to craft and share their promotions. And more than that, there is the expectation that as a small business practice or organization, you do engage with your community on said platforms, be it through a website, social media, email newsletters, or some other form of digital media. And in so many ways, this is extremely positive as it makes doing so far more accessible than it once was. And it also means that there isn't as much gatekeeping when it comes to putting your work out into the world and connecting with your people. Yay! (laughs) But this unfortunately also comes with downsides. And the most major of that is then when you move away from having to rely on professionals to do your marketing and are able to do it yourself, you also are moving away from having a professional create and disseminate your marketing and putting that task instead on yourself or someone in your business who may or may not have the skills, knowledge, or experience to do so, which is not to say that this is some secret, you know, rocket science type level work that one must go to school for or have years of experience in. Because again, it is relatively simple. But that simplicity is often marred by the sheer complexity of options and potential ways to go about sharing your work. I think too, that due to the simple ubiquity of the platforms like social media that people use for their daily personal lives, there is the prevalent notion that this is the same thing as being able to market your services or business. And unfortunately, it's not. And yes, there are aspects of that that are 100% awesome and come in handy when you are building your community, you know, if you're acting as the face of your business, if you're sharing your personal story and experiences as they may be linked to your work. And these aspects are indeed some of the most powerful aspects of having a small operation versus being a massive global conglomerate because you are a real person that people work with and support when they invest with you in your work. So we've got the fact that 
while we have access to these amazing platforms, we often are coming at them without much of the experience in using them on a professional level, coupled with the expectation that we be doing just that. And as a small business owner or practitioner or artist, you likely are aware of the massive amount of information and messaging out there about how to market your work. Podcasts just like this one, courses, workbooks, certificates, all the things to bring your marketing up to snuff so that you can seamlessly add communications expert to your ever-growing list of hats that you wear. And there is 100% a lot of amazing info out there, which similarly to the pseudo democratization of media technology, takes down a major barrier when it comes to traditional education around being able to do this work. You no longer have to go to school to learn about how to market your work in a way that many people once had to do. While It is also worth noting that there are, you know, folks who were successful in building and marketing their work without professional credentials back in the day, but that was far less common than it is just due to the availability of the technologies that we have now and the fact that, um, you know, there's less of a need to rely on traditional forms of advertising and legacy media i.e. advertising and radio, television, newspapers, magazines, that sort of thing. Which brings me to one thing that is a massive pet peeve of mine, and I am sharing this just because I really want to encourage you not to do this. And it's something that I have continued to be shared over the course of the past decade. Um, And that is the assumption that because young people are more tech savvy than older folks, it's actually a great money saving strategy to stick your 14 year old nephew on to do the social media for your business. Now, this doesn't really even make sense anymore. I kind of bought it 10 years ago when, you know, there were fewer folks that maybe were as familiar with some of these technologies, you know, people who had never used email looping in their younger folks to help them make sense of Facebook. Um, But now I feel like that argument kind of falls flat. Uh, I would venture to say that the vast majority of folks, at least in the United States, have had now several years experience of social media under their belts and that age is not a barrier to being familiar with it. So then it really becomes a tempting way to save money, which I get because, you know, that is a major concern for a lot of folks, especially when you're first starting up. Um, And at the same time, I really, really urge you not to go this route unless you happen to have a younger person in your life who is really committed to and interested in helping to grow your business or practice and is able to operate on the level of professionalism that you desire to emulate. And perhaps you know just that kind of teen, which in that case, that's rad. You know, give them the opportunity to gain the experience, but otherwise know that a 14-year-old who might love being on TikTok to connect with their friends 
is not the same thing as someone who's able to create professional quality marketing to grow your work. So how to ensure this professional quality when you can't afford to hire a professional marketer and when you already have a shit ton to do on, you know, and to track for your work um, and you yourself don't fall into that category of professional communicator. And first, I want to point out that while I do keep using this word professional, I also want to really encourage you to interpret that as far as what it means for you. Um, Because so much of what we associate with that term and what it means to be a professional is directly associated with and shaped by dominator culture. And that might also bring in things that you don't necessarily agree with. So I think that really, you know, reflecting on and figuring out what the, you know, concept of being professional, how you want your work to show up in the world, and how you want folks to interact with it, um, in terms of like, what that looks like, can be really important. And, you know, again, going back to our humanity as real people being a superpower when, you know, we are sharing your work, um, part of finding the spirit of the voice of our work is figuring out what that looks like for us, what professional means for you and to your work. And regardless of where you land there, there are some very basic aspects of marketing and communications that are essential to creating what I am calling professional level communications. Not because you need to have a master's degree in marketing to craft them, but because they operate in such a way that your audience will be able to engage with and understand them in a way that helps to build trust, familiarity, and affinity to your work, which is a necessary component for building your impact and serving those your work is here for. And this all comes down to having what I am calling clear communications. (laughs) And by that, I mean that your audience is able to easily access and make sense of the messaging you share and understand what it is that you are trying to convey. Ideally, to take an action that you would like them to take, Though this last bit isn't always necessary and indeed often takes many touch points to get to. So, sounds simple, right? Or overwhelming? Uh, You know, because whether this concept fills you with trepidation and overwhelm or confidence and being like, fuck yes, I got this. Uh, You know, here are a few questions that can help guide you while you are crafting and implementing your marketing and communications. So the first question that I offer is, what is my intention in sharing this message? So this might be something like, are you sharing an upcoming workshop that you're facilitating so that people can sign up and participate in it? Are you posting about a recent Substack post so folks can get a sense of your writing style and sign up to support your work? 
Have you just launched a new product line through your online shop and you want people to purchase it? And so depending what you are trying to actually do with the communications, from there, it's important to identify what it is that you're sharing, what the important and necessary details are. That in itself is probably the number one thing that you should really, you know, make sure that you have clear when you are putting communications out. And also what your call to action is, i.e. the thing that you want people to do. And then from there, we want to ask, is it easy slash clear how people can take the action I want them to do? So we'll explore this journey more in an upcoming Back to Basics episode about seeing your communications through the eyes of your audience. But for now, imagine that you are a person encountering your message without any prior knowledge of how you've set up your business. Does what you're saying make sense? Does it provide the necessary and or compelling info that would entice you to take the next step to finding out more? And is it clear how and where to engage further? And then from there, you want to test the journey. Are the links where you say they're available and clearly labeled? So this is something to keep in mind, you know, if you're using some sort of link tree or directing people to a place where there might be multiple links, or if you're using buttons in an email newsletter, you want whatever that point where people are going to be accessing that link to make sense as far as where they're going to go when they click on it. So once you've determined that the links are where you say they're going to be and they're clearly labeled, We want to make sure that they link to the proper pages. And then once you're on said pages, is it clear what actions can be taken? And it can also be helpful to actually go through the process of what that might look like and make sure that it actually works for a person to go through that whole process. So let's say you have a link that you shared through a social media account and that link goes to your online shop. Then from there, you want to make sure that the products that you have been advertising and sharing are available and indeed able to be purchased when they get to that page. And again, this isn't really difficult stuff, but it is things that are really essential in terms of the details that can often be overlooked when we are doing something like a huge promotion or launching a product line, something like that. So it's really helpful just to go through all these steps or have someone else do that so that you can find any of the bugs or issues that arise that you might have overlooked. And I am sharing this all largely from the perspective of digital media, but it is also applicable for things that are like print flyers or brochures. Um, A particularly important part is to be able to identify the most important necessary information and details and how people can engage with your work. 
those are very key things whenever you're creating some sort of print material that you're going to be flyering or leaving places. And I really recommend for something like that to create a QR code, which you can do really easily in a program like Canva for easy access for any linked online pages or platforms, in addition to writing out the actual links or handles on the printed materials as well. So there we have a few very simple steps, but very effective steps in ensuring that no matter what communications you're creating, that at the very least, it is clear to the people that are engaging with them how they can get more information or enter into the process that you're hoping for them to experience with working with you. So I hope that this episode is helpful in gaining a bit of clarity around not just how to think a little bit more strategically and clearly about how you are sharing your communications and putting them out into the world, but also, you know, knowing that there is so much out there that you can potentially do and engage with and put out into the world and to try to just, you know, it's okay to simmer down a little bit, (laughs) pump the brakes and not do all the things and to really just focus on getting clear on, you know, the simple basic things that we're trying to do. Because especially if you are just starting out with this, or it's something that you feel a little hesitant or not very confident about, these kinds of things can be really, really essential to being able to build that confidence and really be able to you know, get your feet under you before you try really shooting for the stars when it comes to massive marketing campaigns and that sort of thing. And at the same time, these principles and these questions that I shared are really essentials, you know, for any kind of level of communications work that you're doing. And in the weeks to come, I'm going to be sharing a few more Back to Basics episodes I'm very excited about. Um, In this episode, I had mentioned the one about your audience and we'll explore a little bit more about, you know, thinking about what your audience is experiencing and thinking about and taking in when they are, um, you know, working with your communications and marketing. Because again, you know, it can be really easy for us to get into our heads about, what we're doing and what we're putting out into the world. And, you know, especially when we're doing a lot of online work, it can be easy to lose sight of the fact that ultimately this work is for real people and the work that we're doing to let them know about it is, you know, being taken in by those same real people. So we'll explore that in an episode in the weeks to come. Um, I'm also going to be creating another episode that's all about building better websites. I love websites. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll go through some simple tips and ways to do like a simple self audit about your online 
space that you've created if you have a website and also share tips about how to create one if you haven't already. Um, and it'll be really exciting. Yay. And I might do another episode too. I haven't really gotten the inspiration for it yet, but we will see. Maybe three is the max, but yeah. <laughs> so I hope everyone is having a great start to the new year. Um, I know that the weather has been really gnarly in a lot of places, so I hope that you're staying safe and warm and dry. And until next time, take it easy. Thank you for listening to Grounding Visions. For more support in sharing your magic with the world, visit societyofair.com. Follow me on Instagram at society.of.air or sign up for the Grounding Visions newsletter in the show notes below. And a special thanks to Chris Rose of Robust Worlds for our theme music and production support. And if you've enjoyed this episode and know folks who would benefit from it, please share it with them. Thank you for your gift of connection. And until next time, take it easy and have a good one. Thank you.